0: You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy everybody and welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And today, let's continue our preview as we go through 12, 11, and 10 on our 21 Aggies to watch for in 2021. The NFL season is about to begin and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey experts Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. As always, if you love this show, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12 main related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. So let's go through the list real fast of who is where going into 2021. Number 21 on my list was jameer Johnson. It is now official that he likely is going to be playing left tackle, not right tackle cuz Kenyon Green has moved over to the right side. Number 20 was Laden Robinson. Number 19 was Andre White Jr. Number 18 was Moose Muhammad III. I'm really high on him. I think he's going to have a breakout year. Number 17, Antonio Johnson, the versatile defensive back who can do a little bit of everything. And number 16 was Caleb Chapman. Number 15 was Michael Clemens, the defensive end. I think that he was a little bit higher on my list. He probably was right in that top 10 range, but then with the suspension, all those other things, it's very hard to kind of consider him anymore in that same semi-structure. Number 14 was Haynes King, the quarterback. I do believe that he will not be the biggest piece, but he will be an influential piece for Texas A&M this year. And number 13 was Aaron Hansford, the thumper linebacker who's going to have to take over Buddy Johnson's role. So who comes in at number 12? Ladies and gentlemen, defensive line is the way to win, and without the likes of Jaden Peavy, I'm not sure this team has a super talented three technique that can work the run very well this is a guy who has been in the system for a while he has played every single role from being a bull rusher to a run stopper he's one of those guys who is really really big but he moves very very fast 34 tackles for an interior defensive lineman in the sec alone last season is nothing to scoff at. This is a guy who gets off blocks very fast, who closes the gap against the run, and does a very good job really playing that run first style. When you look last season of how this defensive line was worked in, Bobby Brown was more of your nose tackle. He was the thumper. He was the guy who had one shot, bull rush up the middle, add pressure to the quarterback. PV was more of what you saw from Justin Matt at BK in 2019 a guy who does a little bit of everything really good against the run nice job of closing gaps nice job of ending running lanes nice job of shucking blockers and getting to that spot getting into the backfield and adding immediate pressure to the run game those are all things you would like to see those are all things I think when you look at on paper they are a ton of upside for this defense and the biggest thing of all is he's a veteran He should be in the NFL right now. He did not need to come back. He did not need to be a part of this team in 2021. He elected to come back. He elected to use his final year of eligibility, and he elected to make a big impact for this team so that way they had stability at the defensive line position. Because when you lose Bobby Brown, you likely are then relying on McKinley Jackson, who right now may or may not play week one, depending on the status of him with the school because of his arrest earlier this month. Or, uh, yeah, earlier this month. And then Isaiah Rakes, who barely saw action last year. So having now a veteran like Jaden Peavy on this defensive line is so influential. And he's a guy that really has bought into the culture of what Jimbo Fisher wants. He's a great example of being a young guy really early on, being that role player, but making an impact on that role. A lot of people say, oh, well, he's not a starter week one, so that means he can't be that great. Nay, nay. That's not true at all. Instead, what you want to look for are the guys who make the most of their snaps when they're on the field. This is a guy who can do that. He's young, he's talented, more importantly, he is a great vocal leader to younger guys like McKinley Jackson, like Isaiah Rakes, and he's no nonsense. He's there for a job, he's there for a reason, and that is to close the running lanes. This is why Texas A&M had the number one defense last year in the SEC. They finished number two in rush, rush defense only behind Georgia. They are looking for that number one spot. I don't think they get it without the likes of Jaden Peavy. That's how talented he is, and that's how influential he is to this defensive line. DeMarvin Leal is great. Michael Clemens is great. Tyree Johnson is great. All these other players are great. McKinley Jackson is great. The most undervalued player is Jaden Peavy, and the fact that he's coming back for another year says a lot about his character. And number two, how much he really loves being a member of the 12th man. You know, there are a few things in life that nobody likes to talk about, and one of them is excessive sweating. Listen, I go to the gym every single day. I come home, take a shower. I still sweat because of I live in the dry, muggy heat of Houston, Texas. So I already know what sweat is like. But some of you I know, personally, have dealt with this. And when I am one of these people who understands what it means to sweat in public, it's not something I like to do. And I really want to make sure that I always, one, smell great, but two, don't have any pit stains on my shirts whenever I go into a big meeting or a press conference. I want to look the part. That's why I use SweatBlock, the number one anti-perspirant wipes. SweatBlock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it the night before, go to bed, and the next morning, wake up, wash it off, and go about your day with ease, guaranteed. I know this sounds too good to be true, but literally, I have used SweatBlock more than once or twice, and I promise you. Every single day, I leave my workout at the gym. No sweat, no pit stains, nothing. Dry as a whistle. And when you go ahead and visit sweatblock.com, go ahead and use the promo code locked on to receive 20% off your very first purchase. Or you can find the product at Amazon or CVS. Make sure you don't sweat with Sweatblock. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked Off Podcast Network. Let's move on to number 11. This was a toss up. I want to go with somebody here that I knew defensively was going to make a big impact. I didn't know which way I wanted to go. Did I want to go with the safety? Did I want to go with more of a defensive lineman? In the end, I went with the I went with a cornerback. I thought that the cornerback position was one that made the most sense, and that's Miles Jones. Miles Jones may be the lesser of the Jones, even though he's played the more snaps. But this is the big guy. This is the big guy. This is exactly the guy. That you want playing your physical style of cornerback remember when jimbo fisher said i want my physical big broad cornerbacks to play my press uh, press defense way back in 2018 this was the guy he was talking about this is a guy miles jones makes a lot of sense even though he struggled last year against Alabama, take that game out. He had a very solid campaign. And the six-foot-four, 190-pound cornerback is ready to do that again. This is a defense that has a lot of key playmakers and good playmakers in coverage. Guys like Keldrick Harper on the back end, guys like Aaron Hansford up the middle, guys like Antonio Johnson, Damani Richardson, uh, guys like Jalen Jones on the other side, there is a lot to like about this defense, but the one thing you can't teach is veteranship. And since arriving against that game against UCLA in 2018, Jones has consistently seen the most reps at cornerback. This was a guy who, when you added in Brian George, when you added in Debbie Renfro, when you added in, um, uh, wow, why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh, Elijah Blades, when you added those guys in, everyone was like, oh, well, they're going to get reps. They're going to get reps, but they're going to get reps opposite of Miles Jones. And they all did. Jalen Jones got reps. uh, Elijah Blades got reps. Demony Renfro got reps. um, uh, Brian George is continually C-reps. But Jones is your number one cornerback. And, And what I mean by that is he is the veteran. He is the leader. He is the one who knows the ins and outs of Elko's defense probably better than anybody else. And the biggest thing of all is they're big. He is a big guy. A six foot four, 190 pound corner who probably plays a little bit more like he's six foot one, six foot two with the way his bend is, the way he's able to crouch down low, come out of his break, and make a big time play. There is a lot to like about him, but the biggest thing of all is that his size does not weigh him down. Sometimes when you are a big cornerback or a big linebacker, your size, when you're trying to turn, when you're trying to get come out of your break, when you're trying to get out of your back pedal, you'll lose a step, which then allows an offensive which then allows a quarterback to extend the play deep downfield, especially if you're running a vertical threat. At that point, you're having to play catch up, and that's a dangerous thought when you really think about it. You never have to worry about that with a guy like Miles Jones. He comes out of his break really smooth and he's physical enough to where you know he's gonna be trustworthy against the run. I think Jalen Jones is another good one. He's actually on this list. He's in my top 10. I just love what Jalen Jones did last year as a freshman, and I can't wait to see what he does this year. But for me, coming in at number 11 is not an insult. It's more so just like a perfect fit. You're not top 10, but you're right on the cusp. And when you really think about a guy like uh, Miles Jones, this is exactly where he is. He missed some time last year. He, um, He can definitely lose some one-on-one matchups, but the more matchups he wins against bigger guys, you know that with contested catches, with more so uh, physical play, stuff like that, you know you're going to be very successful, and more importantly, you know that that guy's walking away with at least a few pass breakouts, with a few overall decent plays. I really like where Miles Jones is in his career. I think 11's a really, really solid fit for him. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. If you didn't know, Bilt Bar has nine unique flavors, so whether you're a coconut gal, a coconut almond guy, a cherry kid, a raspberry old adult, or, you know, a, a mint brownie old timer, it doesn't really matter. Every single flavor is unique, delicious, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Plus, if you don't know what flavor you want, that's totally okay. You can get the Mixed Box, which gives you two flavors of each kind. Every bar contains roughly about 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. There's not a product like this out on the shelves, and do we have a deal for you. Go visit BuiltBar.com and use the promo code lock 15 to save 15% off your very first purchase. That's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. College football and the NFL are back, and with it, that means that football is going to be on the gridiron, so you got to go ahead and make your bets, but go to the one place we love and the one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Get updated odds, props, contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest now at betonline. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. From football, basketball, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite game of the week, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Take advantage of the great, great offers found at betonline.he, your online sportsbooks experts. Lock On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, now we're in the top 10. These are the players that I know for a fact, if you look at them up and down the line, they are going to be the make or break players for Texas A&M to finish the year off strong. They are going to be the superstars of this team. So who comes in at number 10? I'm going to go with the defensive back here. I know it may be a little controversial. Some people like him a little bit higher. I like him just a little bit lower because of what his skills are. But number 10 for me is Damani Richardson. Richardson is easily one of my favorite players on this team because he's physical and the more physical of a safety you can be it's basically like having a linebacker that can cover you can play more of that 425 system consistently where the nickel defender is probably guarding more of a tight end or a running back out of the backfield because of you have especially in zone coverage this safety who's playing more of the box be that flat sky to where if a running back's getting a dump pass out of the backfield all you got to do is go ahead and make the play and he is immediately going to be the uh, the easily number one guy to watch for in that When you watch him play, he's probably a first-round safety with probably a second-round grade by most NFL scouts because of that physicalness that you look at is a lot like Derwin James. It's a lot like Tyron Matthew. It's a lot like Buda Baker. These guys that are willing to basically chop your head off at the next level. But he isn't as good and as fluid when you look at in coverage that you want, but he is very fast and he plays the run extremely well. I don't think that he's going to be like this dimebacker kind of thing that you see in the NFL. Instead, I think that he's going to be more of your box safety. Any team that loves to run a 4-2-5 system where they play a lot of nickel, a lot of dime, and they use that, that, uh, that extra safety down low, playing in three safety sets, where he basically is the linebacker, that's where he is going to be. I know last year you saw him play a little bit in deep coverage, especially in that Florida game. Uh, Both him and Leon O'Neal were back there a ton. I do think that there's a lot to like about this one-two combination because of what Leon O'Neal does very well, Damani does on the opposite side, and what Damani does really well, Leon O'Neal probably is a little bit behind on that. So they play off each other. They feed off each other. And this is definitely an NFL caliber player. But the biggest thing is, will he be able to come back from injuries? He missed some time last year due to an injury. He also missed some time due to COVID. There were a lot of reasons why his stat line was a little bit lower from year two from to year one. So those are some things that I think when you look at on paper, you go, oh, well, why is he so high? because there's a lot of upside with him. There's a lot to like about him. There's a lot when you see on paper that just jumps off the film page that immediately makes him stand out as a top tier player. And I very much think that this is a guy who's going to make an immediate impact at any single level for this team, especially when you go play in the box. This is somebody who I could see being in zone coverage, one of the better defensive backs in the SEC because he just does a lot of everything. And the way Mike Oko plays him is very, very smooth. And again, just because if he's better in zone than he is in man does not mean that he is not going to be a, a quality player at the next level, or that does not mean that he's not going to be a superstar. It just doesn't mean he's going to be an all SEC contender for first team off defense. Like, that's just the biggest thing. But I look at this and I look at how you play him, He could be a very big difference maker. When you watch him against Vanderbilt, he had a great interception in zone coverage. Against Alabama when he was a freshman, he picked off Tua Tagovailoa in zone coverage. Against LSU, he was playing in zone coverage when um, when, Jalen he deflected the ball for Jalen Jones to intercept. So there's a lot to like about Damani Richardson when he's playing in zone coverage. If he can improve in man, I 100% expect him to have at least three turnovers this year. Uh, maybe even more. I mean, honestly, maybe even more. But I believe that he's going to be a high tempo tackle guy, probably in that 80 to 90 range, probably getting at least five to six pass breakups and maybe two two interceptions. If you get that, those are really strong numbers for a case to be a first team All-SEC defender. And if not, you definitely are making the second team All-SEC. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. I'll be back tomorrow. Let's talk 9, 8, and 7. Which wide receiver has made the cut? Which defensive back is on the list? And more importantly, who is the do-it-all weapon that you need to know about? We'll talk that and much, much more. See you tomorrow. remember, kick em, y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.